0: This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for a better mental state. Eliminate self defeating behaviors and be in more control. With your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A Mind Controlled Life podcast with me, your host, Elaine Blidgen. How are you doing today? In fact, how's your week been? Has your mindset enabled you to have an easy, fun, exciting, scintillating (laughs) kind of week? I hope so. I really do. And I'd love to hear from you if it has. However, if it hasn't, then continue listening, continue applying my tips, and you just never know. Yes, And so, what are we going to talk about today? I've just finished writing five posts, which is as many as I can do in a week. And I was writing about success. Success, I imagine, is what everybody wants. We just all have a different idea about what success actually means. But... Now, this is where it gets a little bit hard on you, I think, because success does not care about your life circumstances. It does not care that you are a nice person. It doesn't care that you find it difficult to say no because it would be mean to say no. It does not care that you've had a particular kind of upbringing and it's left you feeling a little bit jaded. It does not care if you've got low self esteem. Success does not care if you're female, if you're male, if you're young, if you're middle, if you're old, if you're tall, if you're short, if you're already affluent or and or rich, or if you're already on benefits. Doesn't care. Does not care about me on a personal level. Does not care about you on your personal level. Success only cares about taking action and following through. We have been given an opportunity to, presumably, because I don't know where you live, but to live in a country in the western part of the world where it's easier. I'm not saying it's easy, because that wouldn't be true. It's easier for us to be successful. So even if you are disabled but you live in the UK it's easier than if you were disabled and lived in various parts of the world where they don't even cater for people say in wheelchairs and I have this discussion with my brother all the time because he moans a lot about being in this country mainly because it's cold (laughs) and he and they're like the rest of my family they like it hot I'm the only one that actually likes it moderate So I don't mind. Although in saying that, yes, I'd like it to be a guaranteed summer. But apart from that, I'm okay. So he's moaning about he wants to go and live here, wants to go and live in this country. And and why can't the weather be like that here? And I say, we've got it good here. We really do. And I don't know your circumstances. I mean, I really don't. And I'm not even trying to put down anything that you've been through because I know what I've been through. <laughs> and I know that if someone has said, right, Elaine, the fact that you've had a particular upbringing and you're scared of everything and we know where it's come from, at least the start of it. And yes, that person is responsible to a degree. Tough. <laughs> that would not have gone down well with me. Definitely not. And that's not what I'm actually saying. I... I This is about trying to empower you. I mean, I can't empower you. I can only give you the benefit of my own mindset and the experiences that I've been through and hope that it inspires you and then empowers you. Because I, like you, want success. I want to be happy, healthy and wealthy. That's my idea of success. I want to live in such a way that... I know I've been able to create that for myself because that was one of the things I couldn't do. It didn't matter that I went to a school and got educated till the age of 18 and then I went to college and then I went to university. It didn't matter. Because I didn't have the self-esteem, I certainly didn't have the belief, the confidence that I needed to push myself to what I really wanted to do. I mean, I did in the end because I wanted to teach and then things happened and i didn't end up teaching for very long however i still managed to achieve that goal and i am so pleased that i did even though it didn't bear out you know for me in life because i had a particular thing i thought this idea of being a teacher then becoming a deputy head teacher then becoming a head teacher and then maybe running you know a few schools that was in my mind that that was my goal And no, and it'll never happen now. And it's just, it's passed me by. But I still have the opportunity to do other things that I want to do. And that's what I cling on to. That's what I focus on. Because we can't help it where we were born and whose family we were born into, can we? We can't help it if our parents weren't as sensitive to our needs as they could have been. We can't help it that certain things happen that we took personally and took badly and it scarred us for years and years and years. We can't help that. But what we can do is help how we manage that. Now, somebody was saying to me that they think that I... Oh, I got a comment. That was it. It was talking about you know I don't know if you saw it on one of my lives where I was talking about what I did to try and make myself do stuff even though I was in high anxiety I put some letters of the website of my very first website about anxiety at the time hoping to drum up some business so I could help people with their anxiety but as much as my anxiety had gone down my social anxiety was high and I didn't even know I had social anxiety. I just knew that it felt terrifying. So I was explaining how I made this T-shirt, put it on, went into the city of Manchester and my aim was to walk from the car all the way to the train station, around the train station so people could see my website name on my T-shirt and then go back to the car. Well, it was a disaster. I just ended up giving myself a panic attack. It was, it, it was definitely the wrong way to do it. But one of the comments was that I rock. And <laughs> said that, you know, I'm so brave to do these things and they wouldn't do it. And I'm thinking, well, actually, when you're pushed into a corner, you do it. You know that there are certain things that if you have a comfort blanket, i.e. a person that is there for you, or you've got people saying they're there, they don't have to do anything that you don't want to do, and you can fall back on them, it's so much harder to then push yourself out of your comfort zone. But I didn't have that. I, I remember years ago, one of the first jobs I did in a day nursery with children from six months old to three. And there, were the, there, there was this girl and she cried a lot. And what I noticed that every time she cried, she would get loads of sympathy. All the other girls, because we were all female, there were no male um, nursery workers then, and they'd all rally around her. So I thought, oh, that's how you get attention. So when something happened, I started to cry. And guess what happened? Nothing. The people, they didn't come around me and pat me on the shoulder and say, you'd be okay. They, they, they said, what did they say? yeah actually, I think somebody said, "Oh, you'll be fine." I think this, I think they asked me why I was crying. They said, "Oh, I'm crying because X, Y, and Z." I said, "Oh, you'll be fine. You always are." Did you hear that? You'll be fine. You always are. So, I had choices at that time. There are always these crossroads in our life, aren't they? We have a choice to make. We either go with it and start kicking uh, our feet and having tantrums. Or we decide, you know what, that doesn't work, let me try something else. So I had the choice to feel sorry for myself, and then everybody ignoring me. Or do something about it. So I did something about it. I stopped moaning, and that was the last time I ever cried about anything. You know, like physical tears. I mean, I'll cry at a movie, and animals, or something sad, definitely. But you know... Crying out of sympathy and wanting people to say, there, 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 you'll be okay. Because it never worked for me. People never seem to look at me and think, do you know what? Let's give her a pat on the shoulder. It just never worked. So that was the only time and the first and the only time that I cried to get sympathy. Because it, just, it didn't work. And so at that time, when I made that decision, like I'm asking you to make your decisions when you listen to this podcast you can decide that your anxiety or your angst is in such a state that, well, of course you can't do anything about it. Because, you know, you've got this thing. And other people with this thing don't do anything either. And, and you'd be right. You would be right. But success does not care about your circumstance. It only cares that you took action. And you kept taking action until you got your outcome. Does not care one iota. And I learned that a long, long time ago. And that's what I want you to learn today. Is that as harsh as it sounds, I want you to imagine that all the people around you, all the situations that you've been in, all the stuff that goes on in your mind... All the events that are happening in your neighbourhood, in your part of the country, in your part of the world does not count and does not go in your favour when it comes to touching up who should be successful and who shouldn't. Think about that. I have been working hard on posting my posts I'm now on LinkedIn, so I'm doing it on there. I'm trying to juggle the time between both LinkedIn and Facebook, and that's not easy, honestly. I'm doing this every week, which, I mean, I make it sound like it's work, and it is work, but I actually enjoy this because as of this recording, I don't have that many subscribers to my podcast, but I enjoy it because even if it's just you and I, and I'm talking to you each week, I'm happy with that. You, you, I'm talking to one person and I'm making a difference to you. So I keep doing this because I, I, I enjoy it. But that doesn't mean that if I do this and I don't do any promotional work to get more people to, to listen to this podcast, that I will be successful. That success will say, do you know what? She turns up every week. She puts her heart and soul into it. Let's make it easier. Let's send her thousands of subscribers. And there you go. Doesn't work like that, does it? If I don't figure out a way to market this and get other people to know about it, and nobody ever listens to it, that's my responsibility, isn't it? Because I'm not going to say it's my fault. I'm going to say it's my responsibility. And that's the same with everything. Because, you know... The idea of the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer. Well, that person is living in such a way where they may not have time to do the things that it takes to be successful. They they may not. They may have so many children or illnesses or a life circumstance that really makes it really difficult for them to be successful but success doesn't give them any brownie points. Because in the end, when we look at people who are doing what they want to do in life, they come in all shapes and sizes. I mean, on the BBC, I don't know, a couple of years ago now. No, before yeah, three or four years ago. There's a particular presenter who's in a wheelchair and he was doing a travel programme. going around the world and a I didn't watch a lot of it, so I'm not sure if he was just going around the world for telling us these great places to visit or if it was if, if the focus was on disabled access, I'm not sure, but anyway, you saw him swimming with the sharks, you saw him going to the top of whatever building, and all of these things, yeah it at one time or another that wouldn't be you just wouldn't see it on t v and now we see it, and there are people doing this. And there are people doing it for real. And he's getting paid to do it. And so it's like, what wasn't possible 10 years ago is now. Yeah? And there are opportunities if we open ourselves up to them and think, how can I do this? I asked myself empowering questions years and years and years ago because that's what I learned how to do. And ever since I realised that the way we ask ourselves these questions either helps us go towards what we want or it stops us getting what we want. I always, and when I say always, I mean I always ask myself empowering questions because if I don't ask myself those questions, how am I going to change from where I am now to where I want to be? I've lost that illusion where... Other people are somehow going to rescue me. That incident in my very first job, when I left school, when I I left college, taught me that no one is going to save me. I am not going to have this knight in shine armour come and whisk me off and make life wonderful for me. I'm not going to have these magic gnomes or whatever do things for me. It's not going to happen. If I want whatever I want in my life, I have to go and get it. I have to do that. And given that I was, I definitely did not have a lot of money. My training, thankfully, I had enough money to pay for the training at the time. Well, credit cards help, don't they? And I went on my NLP trainings, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and I went on all of the trainings and every one of them gave me a little bit more about how to help me have the kind of life that They say you can have. Not there yet. But what it has given me is a way to be in this world, in my world. Yeah. I am not sitting around waiting. And if I could give you something, if I, you know, if I had this magic wand and I could say, here you go, da da, here's something, a wish for you, I would give you that. I would give you the ability to know that. If it's to be, it's up to you and you can do it because nobody else is going to. And sometimes having really supportive people around us that excuse our lack of progress can make it harder. I didn't have that either. You know, because I've said to you, for whatever reason, people do not look at me and think, oh, poor Elaine. It's never happened. Never going to happen. So I learned very, very quickly that, okay, what is it I want? How can I do it? And because I learned how to ask myself those kind of questions and ignore the situation that I was in, I was able to find a way. I bought a lot of self-help books and I devoured them. I mean, I gave away so many of them to charity, but I've still got, I'm just looking around now in my office, I've still got, what, 50, 60, 70 of them? I don't know, quite a lot anyway. And I don't read them like I used to because I don't need to, but now now I listen to videos and downloads and I do other things and go on training courses and things like that now. And it's made it all the much better. So I started off talking about success doesn't care about your circumstance. And I put success as this thing With a a, a, Like a being kind of thing And it's there Pointing the wand of success At this person over here And that person over there They work for it I I, I was talking to someone And she lives in a very nice house Well you know it's, it's nice It's just average nice Not massive or anything and she's talking about her business and she was saying that she managed, what was it, £1 million turnover in the last year. And do you know what the first thing that came into my mind? The first thought I had was, gosh, she worked hard for that. And that's what came out of my mouth. I didn't say, oh, wow, that's brilliant, well done. I said, goodness, you worked hard for that. Because <laughs> in my head it was like, If you have a million pound turnover, you have to work for it. It did not drop out of the sky. You know, she had to find all the people to to do whatever she does in her business and get them. She had to keep retaining the ones that she's had. She had to get new business. She had to get staff to help. And all of this that people do in order to be successful, none of it was she sat back and the hand of success said, do you know what? I like you. I like the fact that you work hard. Da-da! There you go. Million pound turnover. And so this is what I wanted to talk to you about today. I wanted to jolt you a little bit because I don't know how people do it if they don't do anything. I don't think it's possible To be happy, healthy, wealthy, successful without doing something for it. Because, of course, people can win the lottery. And there's so many stories about people who've won the lottery and they lose it within the five years or ten years or whatever it is. It doesn't last them, essentially. There are so many actors and actresses who are famous, who are on drugs or... Who aren't living a great lifestyle You know, they're alcoholics or whatever So it doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter As long as we keep doing this stuff That moves us towards what we want Eventually, this is what I believe We will get there Because whilst you're doing the thing that you're doing You'll notice that some of it's working Some of it isn't Then you'll start tweaking a little bit here And go just down this little side road then you think, OK, I've gone too far down that road. Let me just go left here. And that's what I've been doing. And I and I know I'm inching closer. I mean, I wish I was flying closer to my goal, but I'm inching there and I'm still going. So with that in my mind, I'm thinking, OK, success is not going to point its magic wand at me and make everything all wonderful. It's not going to do that for me. It's not going to do that for you. We have to work for it. (laughs) So, and I hope that has left you feeling inspired and you want to go and do something as opposed to thinking, oh, Elaine, that was a bit of a downer. It wasn't meant to be. So, you can live a mind-controlled life. Not because I say so, but because... Every opportunity is out there waiting for you to take it and I'm here to give you that little bit of a push so that you can have it and I'll speak to you soon.